Well, hey, everybody. Welcome back again to the Balance Podcast here. I'm Chaplain Tony Repic at the 111th Attack Wing at Bang B, which is Biddle Air National Guard Base. And if you've tuned in before to our podcast, you know that this is all about the four pillars of comprehensive airman fitness. And every guest we bring in, every conversation we have, it's all about mind, body, social, spiritual, or mental uh, the mental areas of our lives to improve us as people, make us more effective at work, and just more successful in life. So today I'm excited about a guest that we have, one of our awesome recruiters here at the 111th. Uh, her name is Chelsea Coyle. I'm going to ask her to share her background with you in a second. But today she's here to talk about fitness. And as you can see, I mean, look, look at the guns. She's in great shape. But I really think this is an important topic to discuss, not just coming out of the pandemic, but just in life in general. So Chelsea's going to share some really interesting perspective on staying fit, getting in shape, working out, and getting through some mental blocks and challenges. So Chelsea, thank you so much for uh, for joining me today. Tell us a little bit about your background, um, what you did prior to the Air Force, now that and what you're doing in the Air Force right now. Yeah, sure. Um, thanks so much, first of all, for, for having me on today. Um, so a little bit about me. I joined the Army National Guard. I was right out of Southampton Road in Philadelphia at the Armory right there. I joined in around like May 2014, and I was a Seaburn specialist, so that's chemical, biological, radiological, nuclear. Um, went to basic and tech school through the Army. Um, actually got the opportunity to transfer here to the 111th in July 2017. Um, I had met Sergeant Flagger, actually, um, and he talked to me about you know the process of transferring over. and. You know, I had to kind of just weigh my options, and I was like, I'm just going to take a chance. Um, so I've been here, it'll be five years in July, uh, and then I got the opportunity to be a production recruiter uh, for the 111th, uh, took that opportunity. I really love it here, really love this base, and I'm excited to be here today. That's awesome. Yeah, so in the Army, you were Seabernie, but it used to be called NBC, and we used yeah. to we used to joke, because I was in the, the Army as well, nobody cares, yeah, right? Yeah, nobody cares. But we all care over here in the Air Force, right, yeah. compared to the Army, so no. Yeah, it's a good thing. So uh, let me ask this question to kind of kick us off today. So again, thanks for, for, for jumping in here. Were, were you um, in the shape you are now when you were in the Army as well? Has this been like a lifelong pursuit for you? So I would say I started my fitness journey probably right before I joined the Army. Um, I kind of got into fitness through a friend of mine who used to start taking me to the gym. I didn't really know what I was doing. Um, I was always like a hard gainer. I was always like super skinny, mm. um, you know, maybe a little taller for compared to most females, but I was always very, very, very skinny, very, very hard for me to gain weight. Yeah. I was always very athletic, but um, as far as working out in the gym, really, besides just playing sports, um, didn't really know much of what I was doing. Um, I kind of found the gym as an avenue that I fell in love with to... It, it started getting me through some hardships in my life, mm. whether it be, you know, family issues, um, loss of family members, you know, death, relationship issues, um, you know, job struggles, not knowing what I wanted to do with my life. You know, I felt kind of lost career wise, you know, I wasn't in school and the gym just kind of helped me give an ad, like give me an avenue of something that was building um, self-confidence in myself. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, if I had like a dollar for every time I had self-doubt, I'd be a multimillionaire by now. But, um, you know, <laughs> yeah. I just, it gave me that, this kind of mindset of like, you know, always just bet on yourself. Um, and I just, you know, I never, I never look back. So probably been in the gym about seven years now. Um, oh, wow. you know, I've, I've, I've gone through stints where I was like on and off in the gym, yep. you know, life gets crazy or, you know, if I was away, you know, family stuff going on, whatever the case may be. Right. But 
I always found my way back and I've always stayed consistent throughout these years. And I think fitness um, is what opened the door for me to kind of fast track uh, a lot of my success and a lot of the things I've been able to accomplish in other areas of my life because of the fact it's given me so much self-motivation, self-direction, self-discipline. Um, you really have to be dedicated to yourself yeah, in order to yeah. achieve um, fitness goals. That's awesome. And, you know, as we were kind of talking about sitting down today, and I don't like to script anything. I really don't. Maybe yeah. a few questions here and there. But you mentioned something to me. You kind of touched on it, but I want you to go a little deeper. Um, this idea of how fitness and taking care of your body and, you know, breaking the body down so it can stay strong mm-hmm. also spills over into every area of your life. And so uh, I, I, th- I think I see it this way. I mean, I'm talking about the four – we're talking about the four pillars of comprehensive airman fitness. Mm-hmm. I don't see how – um, you can't at least be doing something in each to balance balance mm-hmm. podcast, right? How do you balance your life to hit these four areas? And today it's fitness, but how interconnected they all really are as well. Cause, so flesh it out a little bit because you you mentioned fitness helped you with self confidence and mm-hmm. some struggle. So yeah, exactly. Like I think fitness is somewhat of a foundation. Um, when I first got into the gym. I did not enjoy it. I didn't know what I was doing. Mm. And you find when you don't know what you're doing, when you don't enjoy something, it makes it very difficult to get up every day and go do it. Absolutely. Just like, you know, everything else. If you're not happy in a relationship, if you're not happy at your job, you know, if you're not um, connecting with yourself spiritually, um, you know, if you are a spiritual spiritual person or not. Um, but if you're lacking in one of these areas, it affects everything else. Yeah. So for me, fitness personally is my avenue to help me through struggles in my life. So I feel like... You need to have respect for yourself, you know, and so I think fitness is the number one thing with that, having mm. respect for yourself. If you can have enough respect for yourself to take care of yourself physically to where you look good, you feel good, you're eating good, your body is healthy, your body is a machine, you know, and you're giving it what it, you need to yeah. to kind of progress and, and get through. And fitness is, is a very hard journey. So if you can stay self-motivated and self-dedicated enough to progress um, physically, it spills over into every other area of your life because mentally um, you're strong-willed now. Um, if you could push through in the gym every day, even on the days you don't go want to go, even if you're hurting, even if you're not seeing the changes that you want to see, um, if you just get up and show up every day and just work hard at what you're doing, even if you're not good at it yet, you're going to eventually be the best at what you're doing um, because some people that are naturally good at something they're not putting in as much work as you. Mm-hmm. So if you're constantly showing up every day and putting in the work, putting in the work, putting in the work, you may not see it right now, but six months from now, a year from now, two years from now, people are going to look at you as the go-to, like like you're the best, and they're going to be where you were when you first started. So I think it's super important to just you know have respect for yourself. What I see a lot um, in younger people is people have a tendency to you know have barriers. But when people start a journey... Instead of looking at that first barrier that they have to get through, mm-hmm. they look at the barrier that's out here that's not attainable. Yeah, yeah. So they look at the people, um, whether it be social media and magazines and movies and this and that, and whether it be financially or you know, career-wise or physically or anything, they're looking at that barrier that's not attainable yet. Yeah, right. Like financially, like they're not looking at breaking through that first barrier. They're just looking at like you know the mansion and the, and the Range Rover. And exactly. The And you're not at that barrier yet. You have to break through that first barrier. And then when you break through that barrier, you break through the next barrier. And you break through each pillar until you get to that barrier where you're like, this is actually an attainable goal now. And it makes it more manageable to stay 
on track instead of feeling like your goals are so far out of reach. Yeah, sure. Yeah, you know, and I, what I was thinking of the whole time when you were saying this is the idea that, yeah, the Air Force, and if you're if you're not an Air member, and maybe you're a soldier listening to this, or a Marine, or sailor, or whatever, whoever's listening today, a spouse even, right? You have these fitness goals, but the problem is you don't even know what you really want to achieve or attain. Mm-hmm. Um, you know you should be in shape, but do I go run 10 miles? Do I lift heavy? Do I lift, you know, no weights? Do I do five days a week, seven days a week, two and a half days a week, 30, 30 minutes of cardio, 45 minutes of weight training? I think yeah. this is the problem people have is they just don't know how to get out of the gate. Yeah. So to your point, they're seeing what they might want to look like or might how they want to feel, but they have no idea how to get there. Mm-hmm. So here's what I want to ask you specifically. So let, let's focus on a couple things. Okay. You have folks that are listening that are that are, are in their minds are saying, I know I need to do this. I, I know I gotta get in shape. What would you say for someone who right now isn't really doing much exercise at all or, or effort at all? What are give some resources or some uh, tips on how they can break that initial barrier to get started. Okay. So practically speaking. First first barrier obviously is just show up. Um, I say to people all the time, whether it be like someone who's coming to me specifically mm-hmm. for fitness advice or just people I see in general, I would rather work with somebody who showed up two, three days consistently every week and put in the work rather than somebody who went seven days straight and then mm-hmm. for, one, for mm. one month. Yeah. You know, two to three days a week consistent every single month than somebody who's shows up seven days a week for one month and then doesn't go again for yeah. two months. Yeah, that's good. Um, okay. So the first step is, you know, just showing up. Even if you don't know what you're doing, just show up. I think the second step is to have an attainable goal. Um, everybody, in some some regard, you're going to kind of know what you want to do. Some people, some people really want to just, you know, be strong, be big. They don't care about running fast. They don't mm-hmm. care about being mobile, athletic, anything like that. Some people just want to, you know, maintain, you know, maybe you're already like slender, you know, you have a good frame, you just want to maintain what you're doing. Some people are like, maybe you're, you're really skinny, you're like, I need to pack on some muscle, or maybe some people are a little heavier, and you're like, I need to slim down. Um, I guess the next thing is, you know, identify yourself. Um, you look at yourself in the mirror every day. Uh, I know even me, even me being in the gym all these years now, body dysmorphia is a real thing. So there's constantly something that I'm looking in the mirror every day and seeing that I still don't like about myself, even mm. after all these years. Even after all these years, I feel like I'm still not where I want to be. Yeah. So I think every single person in your mind, because you see yourself every day, you know realistically what it is that you want to look like. Um, everybody's goal is different, obviously. Yeah, that's right. So I think your first thing is find out exactly what goal you're trying to attain, and then you can come up with the best avenue on how to attain that goal yeah um, i'm a strong believer in like mentorship too find somebody who's an expert yeah exactly in what you're trying to achieve yep. whether you know you're into bodybuilding or crossfit or you know calisthenics or powerlifting, whatever the case may be find somebody who's an expert in what you're trying to achieve and try and absorb knowledge from them pick their brain hey what did you do when you first started what kind of workouts were you doing how much cardio were you doing most of the time, people in the fitness industry have no problem, you know, giving you tips, giving you workouts. Yeah. Um, and really, you just got to ask questions. Yes. Like I said, when I went, when I first started in the gym, I would go in the gym and I would just do every single machine and then I would do cardio and I really had no, no idea, idea what was going on. I yeah. On, yeah. I would just go on like every single machine right, right. and I would do cardio and then I'll be like, and I had no sense of how to recover, what to eat, like. 
I was all over the place. Yep. And it wasn't until I started finding these mentors, the people who've been in the gym and were doing different things, and I'm kind of like, all right, this person's rolling a CrossFit, this person's rolling a bodybuilding, what do I want to do? And I was learning from people that yeah. I seen that were where I want to be. Sure, so sure. So you need to find, uh, in, in fitness, you need to find a mentor, somebody who's going to um, kind of steer you on the right path. Um, so many people in the fitness industry also, too, is there's so many different workouts out there. There's so many yeah. different fad diets, so many different um, people that'll tell you, like, this is the only way to get lean, this is the only way to put on muscle, and that's not true because everybody's body composition uh, composition is different. Yes. So yes. male, female, height, weight, like whether you you're it's hard for you to lose weight, hard for you to gain weight. Right. Your metabolism, everybody, age, everybody's on a different level. So if you find somebody that's realistic and telling you like do these things, see how they work for you. If it's not working for you, do these things. You right. Know, right. You need to be adaptable. So that's the hard thing too is. People will try something and then it won't work for them and they'll be like, this doesn't work and they'll quit on themselves. Um, never quit on yourself. Um, the gym is not a one size fits all thing. You need to, to adapt. You need to be willing to try different things, try different meal plans, try different workouts. What works you know, really well for somebody. You might see somebody that's like just unbelievably strong and mm -hmm. jacked and you're like doing the same things as them and it's just not giving you the same results. Everybody's body is, is completely different. Yeah. And, uh, can't really take social media and be like yeah right and yeah. just follow just say yeah. oh look look how look how jacked he is or she is just follow yeah. that plan it's not always going to work for you and mm -hmm. what people do then they give up they're like well this isn't for me there must yeah. be some other magic pill to it but so i, I just to recap a couple of things you said because i think it's super important is uh, the number uh, of days a week folks get really wrapped around this like i got to do 5 days or mm -hmm. 6 2 to 3 i now i'll just share my personal personal story for me so about a year ago um, coming out of the pandemic mindset where I, I put on some weight, which mm -hmm. maybe you did too. I don't know, but people put weight on and I wanted to change my, my workout. And I knew that five days a week for me was actually too much mm -hmm. because of my life outside of work. Yep. It's just too much for me. It's even too much. I was tired at, you know, at work at times just because I beat my body up. So I found something and I've been doing it for one year now. I've, I've lost and my goal is to get lean. Mm -hmm. I did a lot of research online. And I followed some different programs. And again, I hodgepodge some things together. I was determined. I just said, no, I'm losing this extra chub I put on from the pandemic. I lost 25 pounds. Mm -hmm. I'm working four, four days a week, 45-minute yep. workouts. That is all I'm doing. That, it's working for me. For and um, so I love the fact that you said, and I, I was foot stomped this, if you're listening to this, just start out two to three days a week. That's all you need, as, as Chelsea mentioned as well, because – she, she's right. You can go one month hard every day and you're done. You give up. You want to be put yourself in a situation where it's sustainable and manageable for you. Yep. So two, three days is, is, is better than nothing. And it, you will see results from it mm -hmm. as you move through your workouts. Um, so I want to foot stomp that. I'm glad you shared it. And the second thing is I, I, you, met, you nailed something. And this isn't even just for fitness. This is for everything in life, for our finances, for career growth, for relationships, for you know, buying a vehicle, buying a home. Find someone who's been there and done it. Mm -hmm. A couple exactly. people even, right? And I did that same thing. I found a few people that diets worked for them or this kind of food worked or that kind of weight training worked. And I just I adapted it for myself. So that, that's, some, that's key right there. Yep. People have um, too much ego. I don't know if it's ego mm. or self-pride or self-doubt to ask questions. I have so many mentors and people actually look hmm. to me as a mentor in some aspects um, of their life. And I'm like, I don't look at myself as that way, but some people do. 
I guess maybe, you know, when you put in the work, you put in the work, you put in the work. If you're consistent and you're dedicated and you're disciplined, people are going to want to do what you're doing at some point and be like, you know, how, how are you able to do this? How are you able to do that? I would say just start with a small attainable goal. There's yeah. times, you know, even after all these years in the gyms, there's times where some weeks I make it to the gym only two days a week. Mm-hmm. And really, I like to go more. But, you know, sometimes it doesn't always work that way. But I know even if I'm only going two days a week, you know, if I'm putting in the work, if I'm going only two days a week, but I'm going a whole entire year, I'm going to maintain or see something, see progress Absolutely. over that year. Yeah, that's um, a great point. Great point. You know, Not life, to give up. And I get it. Like, life gets busy. You yep. know, I'm married. I have have a kid. I'm in school full time. You know, I work full time. So I get it. It gets very hard. And sometimes, but people often will use that as a crutch or as an excuse on why they can't do something. Yeah. Instead yeah. of, you know, just putting their head down, just just do the work. Right. Do the work. Um, you have to. Sure. Um, you, you can't, if you constantly make an excuse, constantly make an excuse, a year from now, you'd be like, if I would have just started a year ago, I'd be in a totally different place than I am today. Yeah. Whether it be, you know, physically, financially, um, socially, uh, career-wise, anything. Yeah, um, right. You're never going to be there if you don't just start, you know, but people just, they make the excuse, make the excuse, and it's unfortunate, but it's so common. Yeah, so. it is. It is. And I think, again, the other thing is um, when you hear, and you know, th- this is a common theme you'll hear in life sometimes. When you when you go to work, even working full-time here in the military, um, you got to balance your life. You got to balance, and we hear that, but we don't. We don't really under sometimes grasp what that really means. Because mm-hmm. for me, the first thing I hear about balance, I think of a scale that has equal, you know, weight on one end and equal on the other. But if you break out these, you know, your your spiritual, social, mental, and physical uh, areas, there's no way you can put. You can't put equal time into, for instance, yeah. developing a relationship is going to take a lot more time than doing a 30 minute workout. Yeah five days a week, right? So I think in our minds, we get caught up like, well, I just don't have time to do it. Well, Mm -hmm. again, I just said for me, I do a 45 minute workout. I got super lean. I feel great. I'm teaching my, 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 my oldest son who's 13. He's coming in and hitting the gym with me. And I got this, the program I've been sharing with people here on base as well. And um, again, I'm telling them adapt it to your own, to, to your own body style, but it's only 45 minutes, four days a week. That is nothing compared to the rest of the time I have to do other things. Yep. And you're, I'm staying lean and I feel great. So mm-hmm. we got to remember that when we try to balance our lives, it's not about equal time. It's, it's about, about just time. giving effort and doing something consistent in those four areas. Yeah, not about equal right? time. It's about making time. Making time, yeah, yep. prioritizing it. So to, uh, give some folks some op- – like how, how can – you know? here it's, it's a little different because we're full-time. We're allocated three hours a week to, to actually work out during, yep. during the workday. Some of our, our part-timers, though, or some that just can't do it, uh, what, what good advice can you give them on how they can they, they can prioritize and, and be able to make time to get to the gym? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so, you know, I wasn't always full-time on base. So, you know, there was a point in time when I started my fitness journey and I was in the Army or when I first came to the 111th, I was working a civilian job. So it was like an 8 to 4, Monday through Friday, and I would still, you know, make the time. I would you know, go to work, I would work all day, I would immediately after work, I would go straight to the gym, Hmm. and I would work out, Um, and I was doing that Monday through Friday, like I said, you know, you don't have to do five days a week, Yeah. I just, that's what you chose to do, fitness is my avenue, like if I worked all day, I look forward to going to the gym, because that's unwinding for me, Um, some people have other ways that they unwind, some people like to, you know, sit and watch TV, or play games, or whatever the case may be, Um, 
I personally am like, it's fine. You know, I enjoy watching my TV. I enjoy, you know, sitting back, relaxing, not doing anything to play the PlayStation once in a while, whatever the yeah. case may be. But I still make sure that I'm dedicating that time um, to fitness, yep. making sure I, you know, at least get in the gym um, some portion of my week or making time to study um, and learn new things or read. Um, I like to read a lot of educational books. Not really into like the fiction stories, things like that. I like to read really, really like educational books mm-hmm. about like mentality, uh, mindset, or finance, like financial books, things like that. Or I take the time to like study something new that I want to learn. Like during the pandemic, I got really big into like running your own online businesses. Nice. And um, like the stock market. Yeah, yeah. About the foreign exchange market. Learning about new things that eventually are going to, you know, they start creating passive income for you and then that builds you up in like your career and you know your financial aspects of life so i started taking less time kind of just chilling yeah you know? yeah and doing the whole like now i'm at a point where i feel like if i'm watching tv i could be doing something more productive like you're cheating yourself yeah, or something. Like yeah. Cheating myself. yeah exactly right so it's kind of it's kind of a mind game too because yeah. now i'm like constantly like beating myself up like if i'm relaxing i'm like oh i should be doing something else um but you know you have to take time to do stuff like that too and just do nothing. Absolutely. Unwind, no phone, just watch TV or right. just hang out with family, friends, whatever the case may be. But, you know, make time for everything. Um, I constantly, I make the time for the gym every week. Um, make the time to make sure, you know, I'm doing my job at work, doing what needs to be asked, like doing the things that are asked of me, um, making sure I'm spending time with my family, making sure that I'm spending time um, for self-improvement, um, just all these different things is just making the time. And like you said, it doesn't have to be the same amount of time, but if you do these things consistently, then in all aspects of your life, you it'll be healthy. Your relationships yeah. will be healthy. Um, you know, career, physically, mentally, um, socially, like you're going to, all the relationships and all the things in your life and, and how you feel about yourself and where you're going are going to start to improve. Absolutely, yeah. So I, what I heard you say a few times is you, you prioritize it. Mm-hmm. It's like for me, I look at and I, I, I tell my wife this too, going to work is a priority because if you don't show up to work, you don't get paid, yeah, you, exactly. you know, you, you're not a part of the team. You have to go. Yeah. I, I view my workouts the this, this same way. Yeah. It's a priority for me. It's not a negotiable. Mm-hmm. Now, again, I get it. Something happens and you can't, like you said, you miss a day here or there. Yeah. That's, not the, I, that's not what I'm talking about. Because you miss work sometimes, too. You're sick. You have yeah, a, you take work. days off. And, you know, I have a kid, so it's like yeah, sometimes like, that's if right. my kid is sick, he misses daycare or something, I have to miss work or I have to miss a workout because my son is homesick and, you know, like say like my wife is, my wife's at work, you know, yeah. or he has an appointment, we have an appointment. Um, right. Or we have a birthday dinner, you know. Sometimes, all right, I miss the gym, I have to miss the gym, but, you know, I sacrifice that because I need to prioritize that time to the other exactly. things in my life at exactly. that moment. Yep. But I always go back to that as a priority too. Yeah. Even if I miss one day. Right. So, so that that's the whole point here is the prioritization, right? Mm-hmm. And the fact is, don't get hung up if you your schedule gets altered for a day because yep. because you have to call out of work for a day to take care of your family. You don't quit your job. Yeah. So exactly. if you have to miss the gym for a day, you don't you stop don't working out. Quit, yeah. yeah. Don't quit your fitness goals because one day. Um. So it's it's developing that mindset. So, you know, Chelsea, you shared some good stuff today with with, with the the audience with me. I've been inspired watching you the past several years. I used to see you all the time in the gym. Our schedules are different now, so I, yeah. I lift at a different time. But I know you're still getting after it. I see you here. You come in. You change, and, and you get out there, and you hit the gym. And it's inspiring. And people are looking and, and watching 
uh, what we do. So with you being on this podcast, now folks that listen might not know you because we share this pretty pretty broadly, but there are folks on our base that that might um uh, that that might know you that listen to this. And so here's what I'll encourage and. I won't, I won't ask you to share your contact info. They know where to find okay. you. You're in recruiting. Yeah. Yeah. But if someone has a question, you know, reach out to, reach out to Chelsea. She'll, she'll guide you. She'll at least help you get on a path. Mm-hmm. Am I speaking I, out of line there? No. Will you I, help somebody? All right, I, good. I should have asked you that first, but no, I know you will. So. so my wife all the time tells me that I don't shut up and I talk all day. <laughs> but uh, I love talking to people. I love helping people. Like, awesome. you know, all over the base. Like, when it... You know, in any area of their life, whether it's like advice or like, oh, how did you do this? Or like, you know, Woods, that's my, that's my brother. Um, LT Woods. Like, yeah. I can't tell you how many man. things like he's taught me or I taught yeah. him and we go back and forth all the time. Definitely. And like, I love when people come up to me and ask me questions like, how do I do this? How do I do that? Um, I really like doing that like mentorship type role and just feeling like I gave somebody some knowledge that they didn't have before that I hope that they, you know, go and utilize or that they, you know, try out, or that it works out for them. Like, awesome. Hey, you know, I did what you said, and, you know, I, it really paid off, and, you know, I like hearing stuff like that. So I have no problem, like, having conversations with people, helping people. Yeah. Um, sometimes, it's a shame. Sometimes people are, like, they feel like they're too good yeah. to help yeah. somebody else. Like, you know, like, you have to pay your dues like I did. But at the same time, they forget that they were once that person asking all the questions, too. That's right. So I, I never, I'm never going to be that person because I'm still not, you know, I'm not the best and I'm still not where I want to be either. I'm still constantly learning from people who are, you know, in different places than me. Um, right, right. So I remember meeting you several years ago. You and I, I think we, we hit it off almost immediately because I think we connected with the Army. But yeah. we were sharing a lot of things. Like I know you, you bought the house recently and saw you yeah. navigate your career. and That's exciting to me. And so I think people will be inspired just hearing what you've had to share today, not even just about fitness, but about who you are. I think it's important. But to, to just footstop as we close this session, again, I know – if you, if you need some help and you have any questions, Chelsea's here to, to answer those questions. She'll talk recruiting. She'll talk finances. She'll talk fitness. So yeah. that's awesome. Um, be, be, and you have a child now too, so you could talk about parenting at yeah. this point as well. Yeah, but, parenting um, is the new obstacle. It's the new obstacle, yeah. But the three things I, that I've learned from you today and picked up on, I've, I've learned stuff from you over the years, but specifically for this podcast is get just get after it. Show up to the gym mm-hmm. two to three days a week. Just get, get going, number one. Number two, find a mentor. Yep. This could be someone equal rank, lower rank. If you got to reach someone up, someone you know or don't so, know, yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter who it yeah. is, but just get some help. F- figure a good plan out for you. Mm-hmm. Stick to it. The third and, and most important thing is, and this really should be the first thing you do. There's no order here. You got to prioritize yep. getting after this thing and making fitness just part of like working, like eating every day because your stomach is hungry. You're gonna find food. Yep. Fitness should become that aspect in our lives because it it helps us make us a whole and healthy person mm-hmm. um so so chelsea I, I really appreciate this sit down today we could probably keep talking forever yeah, maybe i'll have you on another topic too yeah, who knows just the biggest thing like is when people see that you are disciplined enough to take care of yourself physically that shows that you have respect for yourself mm, i forgot that's a good one that's yeah. right so the fourth idea is that you're actually exhibiting respect for who you are because you care yeah. about you this care temple, about if you will. Yeah, um, this is important to maintain and stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, it's a shame, but when you see people that are, like, extremely overweight and things like that, and, you know, they'll make every um, kind of excuse sometimes on the sun, like, why they can't do this, why they can't do that. 
you know, it's showing that you don't have like discipline. You don't have, you got to have respect for yourself. Yeah. Respect yeah. for yourself to constantly want better for yourself. And that's, yeah, that's absolutely. just really what it is. Well, again, Chelsea, thanks so much for sharing. I'm glad you guys tuned in again to the Balance Podcast. Uh, as, as this podcast continues to unfold, again, if you're listening to this and you have some feedback about what other topics we could talk about, uh, please you know, reach out to me, Chapman Repic here at the 111 Attack Wing. And I'd love to bring in some guests, experts, folks that have been there, done it, and are, and are willing to, uh, to share their life with you so that we can make sure that you are hitting those four pillars and uh, are successful not only at work but in life in general. So... Again, Balance Podcast. Uh, Chelsea, thanks again for coming by, and have a great day, guys. We're out. Take care. See ya.